you know, I always love to keep up on like the hot goss. Um, so I just, did you hear the rumor about butter? No. Oh, well, I'm not going to spread it. I just want to know if you, if you had heard about it so we could talk about it, but no, but, uh, attention, bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hello, everyone. My name is Evan DM. You found Evan DM's joke doctor. Yeah, I guess you probably knew that, huh? Because you clicked on the episode. You were on a beach with your metal detector (laughs) and went, and you're like, oh. Sarah went, what was it? Yeah. Yeah. Not like. That's the sound. No. Okay. (laughs) That's. You're, you've been on the beach and your metal detector has finally gone off and you get your shovel out. You're so excited. What glorious treasure have you found amongst this beach? Oh, just the podcast, Evan DM's Joke Doctor, which means you found oh. the greatest treasure of all. Congratulations. This treasure is so grand. In fact, it's priceless. Meaning if you try to take it to the pawn shop, they're going to give you nothing for it. <laughs> They're gonna say this is a, these are these are MP3s. I, I don't know what to give you for this. Um, so obviously the other person talking is Sarah. It's a Zoom. It's a Zoom <laughs> with all of our episodes. Yeah, that is worthless. There's a fine line between priceless and worthless, you know, <laughs> as they say. So Sarah finds jokes on the internet, brings them to me. I try to guess the punchline after she reads the setup. And then, um, what if I read the setup and you tried to guess the the, the punchline? Uh, okay, no, well, I if, it, if we, I read the punchline and you tried to guess the setup, um, yeah, we'll save huh. that for a, a topsy turvy day type. Yeah, episode. we'll we'll see about that. May I think I think that could absolutely work. So we got to you know, but but you'd want to be prepared for that, and I'd have I have to be prepared for that. I have to try it a little bit because I've never tried to do that before. Yeah, I would just say like butterfly. And I have to say, there, have to. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much there. It's impossible. It would be the worst episode ever. I'd just be coming up with jokes, basically. You keep interrupting my intro. Um, so people are just not going to know what's happening. Okay. Uh, do we have anything this to talk like about before our first joke? This is like episode 20-something. You have to assume every episode could be someone's first episode. I, yeah. I know Justin McElroy I know this does is that. your first podcast, but I've been podcasting for a while. Okay. okay. I know what it's like to make a bad first impression. So. Yeah. I'm kind of a series purist. I think on your first experience with the media, you should start at the very beginning. Okay. And then kind of work your way through. I don't think somebody should go, hmm, episode 22. Yeah, I think I'll start there. Yeah, but it's like that's if they're just like, oh, this is, oh, it's a non-serialized podcast. I'll start from the newest episode, which is probably the best in sound quality and just regular quality. If someone told me that they were listening to episode one of My Brother, My Brother and Me, I would say, you're insane. What are you doing? Stop doing that. I did do that. Yeah, I know. You're insane. What are you doing? Stop doing that. And maybe it's a philosophical difference, but... A podcast that does not need to be in order, you can't assume. Honestly, you could ma- you could be making a serialized podcast. Someone is going to just start at the newest episode because you cannot predict what people are going to do. 
People are crazy. I have friends who I tell to listen to the podcast and they start from episode one. And I'm like, I appreciate all the emails that I get from people who are like catching up. But it's like, I don't remember the joke. <laughs> I know, sorry. yeah. I can't. I can't help you. I even have like Word documents with all the jokes in them. And yeah. like somebody sends an email talking about episode three jokes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you want me to open this Word doc to try to figure out yeah. what we did on the podcast? That was like back in March. Yeah. It's like you got to at least it, at least include the setup. I would like for you to actually use the voice memos part on your phone and record a little bit of the podcast <laughs> that you're referencing and then attach that to the email so that I just have it for quick reference. Yeah, don't don't send a timestamp. No. No. That's that would too be much. that would be You want me to open antiquated. the Spotify app, change it from whatever podcast I'm already listening yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. You're listening to episode 4 of Welcome to Night Vale. No, I'm not. Um, Listening to episode three because that's the one that has Wait for the Bus of the Rain as okay. the weather music. As you might have gathered from that hard no, this is not an improv podcast. It is a comedy and somewhat educational podcast in that I think I know a lot of stuff. We are medical professionals. It. We're medical professionals in the sort of like laughter is the best medicine kind of way. Spoonful of sugar. Makes the jokes go down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Make sure you eat your sugar, kids. Do you have anything before we start? I know Miller sent in an email saying that onions do have flowers. Onions do have flowers, but so do all the other fragrant things that you put in your spaghetti sauce. So that's a win for me. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Garlic, chives, But I assume that I won something. Um, They're pretty purple flowers that are like little circles. And Xavier talked about loudest food yeah and said five alarm chili which yeah. i thought was good what was the what was the third one five alarm, five alarm chili gin shots gin shots and then what food makes the most noise drumsticks drumsticks i like Broccoli that one. from my sound garden gin shots i only just got was a sort of typo on gunshots but also gin i do think five alarm chili is a better answer than i don't even remember what the bad answer was You'll have to listen to the previous episode to find out. Maybe you should be listening to these in order. Maybe I should stop explaining what the podcast... You know what? Here's the thing. I can explain what the podcast is in a very short period of time, but then I get distracted. And then the podcast starts, and Sarah reads a joke, and then we're just in it. What should you do if you're on a road trip and you see a fork in the road? Pick it up so no one pops a tire? No. That's kind of gross that you would use a utensil from the ground, but. I said pick it up so no one pops a tire. I didn't say put it in your mouth. You're going to pick up ground fork. And like move it to the side of the road. Sure. If I think it's going to hurt someone. Well, that's not the right answer. Okay. What should you do if you're on a road trip and you get to a fork in the road? Does this sort of play off of that fork means utensil? Maybe. Is there a reason you're like combating me? <laughs> is this is this not a collaborative effort for me to get the joke? Sometimes it's just more fun this way. For you? Yeah. Maybe. I don't actually know what the listeners prefer, but I do know it is less fun for me <laughs> when you do not give me more information about the joke. Um, yeah, there's meal involved. There's meal involved. Yeah. Is it a Meals on Wheels thing? No. 
You get to a fork in the road. See, I thought I, because I assumed that this was sort of like imagining that it was a real fork. But you said that, no, it would be gross to pick it up and use it. So I assume that it's not related to like eating anything. So now I don't know what's left. It's the opposite of right. That's pretty good. Considering the sort of fork. Is it take the road less traveled? Uh, which no, is no yeah. Robert Frost ass poems up in here. What should you do if you're on a road trip and the roads diverge in a yellow wood and you want to make all the difference? Your options are go down the dirt road or continue on this well-paved highway that your tax dollars <laughs> have paid for. Robert Frost. Like, I do think he intended for the road less traveled to not necessarily be the thing that you choose to do but everyone interprets it as like, go your own way. If you want a piece of art that says, go your own way, listen to Go Your Own Way by by Fleetwood Fleetwood Mac. Mac, um, Actually, when I took an intro to poetry class in college, my poetry professor was like, this poem's not about going your own way. Just consider this. But yeah, like, don't think that there's only one way to go, Mm -hmm. but consider other possibilities. But that doesn't necessarily mean you got to go that way. Yeah. You just have to keep it in mind. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily the better way to go. Yeah. If everyone is going one way, sometimes it's because there's a bear the other way, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, or the other way doesn't lead anywhere. Yeah. Everybody starts going on the road less traveled. It becomes the road more traveled. That's true. And so then the main road that was actually nicer to begin with Whoa. is empty. And so you have it all to yourself. That's crazy. So really the geniuses, the ones okay, so the people get to the fork in the road. The people the people who understand the the poem on a deeper level, right? The uh-huh. surface level people are like, oh yeah, take the road less traveled. But the people who like think about, you know, literature just a step further, like actually, I think I'm just gonna keep going on this one. And then it's they're pleasantly surprised it's empty because all the other people went on the other road. So really the more traveled road is now the least traveled road and it is for geniuses. You know, I think that's great literary analysis and that everyone should go listen to your literary analysis podcast which doesn't exist yet but might soon in the eighth grade i had a youtube channel where i did that okay plug it no it's deleted now because all the comments were making fun of my gap teeth and it made me cry a lot and it was something i had never really felt self-conscious about until then and then that was the only thing i noticed about my appearance for like four years after that and even to this day i'm like feel weird about it don't don't read poetry folks i think that's the big takeaway here it's just like that uh that yogi berra quote which is nobody goes there anymore it's too crowded what's the punchline to this joke stop for lunch you're on a road trip you see a fork in the road you stop for lunch okay so when i i said it was related to mealtime yeah it's not necessarily like utensil in the punchline the utensils in the setup yeah, but like, why would you stop for lunch if you have a, if you're at a fork in the road? Unless you're interpreting fork literally, right? So the fork you come in to the... a fork in the road. The road is parting. Yeah, and that is the traffic law signaling that it is time for you to stop and have a meal. This time of day, it's lunch. You're stopping for lunch when you reach this fork in the road. The next fork in the road, it might be snack time. The one after that, dinner. Are you saying that this is like a metaphorical road that exists just... You're on a road trip. Time-wise? And you come across a fork in the road. 
and based on the time of day is what meal you have to eat when you get to the fork in the road. Okay, so it is a meal. It's a meal stop. Stop. There are some restaurants around in the little <sighs> like valley between. I don't know if this that's making the joke work more. I'm just trying to build out people's fantasies. Yeah. If people people don't realize that this is actually a fantasy role-playing podcast. I'm trying to think if there's a way to approach this joke where you don't interpret fork to mean fork as a like navigational thing and don't interpret it to mean a utensil. Like, is there a third meaning for fork that would work in this situation? Like, like stabbing? Yeah, but fork is not a verb. Fork it? My family uses fork as a verb regarding birthday cakes sometimes. Sometimes you have a family of nine people. Cutting the birthday cake just takes a long time, so you fork it. Everyone gets a fork. Everybody picks like a little side of the birthday cake, eats what they want, then go. Fork it. Yeah. Mom hates forking it. So that me that joke works very well within your family, I yeah. think, is is kind of that. Mom hates that we do that. She's like, why would you eat the cake like this? And everyone else, actually, actually the, the grown-ups don't like it. Dad. So I think that if we're interpreting fork literally, I'm going to just say that what I said originally was the best version of this and move on because I have nothing okay. else. What would a feline order at Taco Bell registered trademark? <laughs> yeah, okay, so if I'm a cat and I'm at Taco Bell registered trademark, so I got to assume that this is, because it says feline, which makes me think that cat is in the punchline. Surprisingly, no. Really? Yeah. Even though Taco Cat is a palindrome, they don't include that at all? Kitty, I wonder if it's kitty. Kitty related. Kitty, no. Like mice and beans. No. Crunch nap supreme because cats like naps. Cat nap supreme. That's what I do after work. Cat nap supreme? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it like a toe bean thing? Ref, refri, refried toe beans. Gross. Yeah. You know, refried beans, like, doesn't mean, like, it doesn't mean fried twice. It's just like a translational thing for the word bean. Okay, you're so going to do the... <laughs> okay. So they are just as good, and we have been wasting time. Exactly. Exactly. Mitch was re. right. Mitch, Mitch was right. We should be just having beans. Um, I don't know. A burrito. Burrito. Yeah. Uh, that's trash. I can't necessarily think of something because like with cat, again, it's really hard to come up with something cat related that's interesting. You know, now I'm just thinking of like, you know how they do like the this famous person meal at like McDonald's yeah. or whatever. I, w I was thinking about if for when cats, the movie came out, they did like the rum tum tugger meal. And it was just like grouse and <laughs> cream and just like the Skimble Shanks meal, which is like a mouse and some tea. And it's like, a milkshake made with skim milk. That's good. I like that. I mean, I don't like that. I think that would be t bad tasting. That would just be 
watery ice cream. Ice cream. Purito. Just anything that's like, that's not even bad. Like, because B and P are just like, they're the same mouth sound, just one is voiced. So, like a burrito? Mm-hmm. A burrito. 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 In Arabic, there is not a P sound. Some translations of like English words into Arabic, yeah. um, they replace the P sound with a B. So you get Beb- Bebsi. Bebsi. Yeah. Like, Baber. I like a diet Bebsi. Um, Bensel. Baber? Like paper. Oh, paper. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought you were saying neighbor. Mm-hmm. I was like. Baber. Hmm. I'm trying to think now if there's like a if there's like a Spanish Spanish for cat is gato, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a slightly different. I'm wondering if there's like if there's a fast food restaurant that you could get get. Hmm. Like if you went to if a cat. Shit. It's I can't combine if a cat shit. I can't combine that many like languages but it's like if a spanish cat went to a french bakery it would get some weird looks <laughs> it's like what are you doing here um just trying to test out different cultures what are you i'm the cat now who are you the cat what do you want bread bread interesting I'm i at thought the french you would bakery i thought you would say gato because gato g-a-t-o is spanish for cat and gâteau, G-A-T-E-A-U-X, is French for cake. But I can't figure out a, ma- a way to make that work. Okay. So write into edjdpodcast at gmail.com and tell me your best gâteau, gâteau jokes. I've already made the one that's like a French nihilist play about a patisserie, which is waiting for gâteau. Already done that one. You're too late. What's the tallest building in the world? Hmm... Is it the Burj Khalifa? No. Mm, is it this? Maybe it is, but for this, no. <laughs> In this, okay, so it's definitely not Sears Tower or Willis Tower. Huh. I don't understand how I'm supposed to answer this. <laughs> What's the tallest building in the world? Uh-huh. Oh, none of them. They're all on the world, not in it. Uh-uh. Okay, it's not even a like lateral, okay. The tallest building in the world. It, it's multiple. There, There's more than one of this building. Oh, the tallest building in the... I mean, is it like skyscraper? Like high rise? Like is it, is it some word play on like a type of building is called this? Mm-hmm. The tallest building in the world. I, I have no idea what this is trying to get me towards. The library. It has, it has the most, the most stories. stories. Yeah, I don't hate that joke. I'm just annoyed <laughs> about it. That's one of those ones where like a smart kid learns that joke and thinks he's so much smarter because he knows it. But also at the same time, you'd have like a dueling smart kid who's like, yeah, I know all the tallest buildings in the world. I just know the answer to that. And so he would get very frustrated. That's me. I'm the other kid in that situation. I'm the kid with the funny joke, the stories. You're the kid who knows all the buildings. Yeah. Fucking nerd. Yeah, I know. I can't help it. You play too much GeoGuessr. What would be another way to approach this joke? 
spend too much time in geography class. Look what it's done for you. You you really want to end up out there on the streets, knowing where I am. <laughs> <laughs> what about jokes? How are you going to feed your family if you don't know jokes? Oh man, yeah, exactly. Like, how am I going to ever be housed if I can't knock knock? No one's home. Yeah, sadly, I'm trying to think of another way to like re and retake like a new take on the library stories thing. You're like, what's the tallest building with just one floor? I think that is probably a version of this joke that does exist. Like, what's the tallest single story? Well, no, not story. one single just floor. One floor. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there are some small libraries out there that are just one floor. That's true. Absolutely. I think the one in the one around the corner mm-hmm. is. Not every library can be the New York Public Library. So true. Know? And they shouldn't be. Mm-mm. Sometimes um, you just need a little library. How do you sort moist books? You. Why is your book moist? Don't don't worry about it. What did you do to make this don't book? Don't worry about it. You have to pull out the hair dryer so you can dry out the pages. How do you so sort it? They don't stick together. How do you sort it? The Dewey Decimal exactly. System. Exactly. What's next? Hate the Dewey Decimal System. No, it's it's different though. Yeah. But I am the kind of person who has opinions about ways to categorize library I know. books. And the Dewey Decimal System is trash. I've heard. What three words can solve all of dad's problems? Ask your mother. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Got it in one. Man, I'm I'm so high on that dad shit. You know? <laughs> I got to crack open a cold one after that. Oh, man. Ask your mother to go get me a beer. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I wonder if there's another, like, because I was like, I love you. <laughs> love you, honey. Yes, you're right. No. Sure, it's babysitting. <laughs> I've got one. It's uh no, I'm married. <laughs> Why did Adam quit his job at the helium factory? I feel like there's a few really solid things here potentially. Like I was thinking it would be something like, but but like, why would he quit? I don't know. Because I, I was thinking like they're behind on production. So he's making up for lost time. Because I'm trying to think of like up and helium. So is it like there was no upward mobility? Ironically, there was no upward mobility. You got to say no on mic. No. Okay, thank you. I was I was just trying to break down the word and all I got to was like, if you ate a shoe that had a wheel in it, you were like, Healy, yum, which is nothing. But you'd be in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I'd be like, this kid ate a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to slice you open and yeah. do surgery. And they're just, and they, and, and they then, come up with some dope line. And then for some reason, your pulse, they just lose it. Yeah. They, they have to pull out the crash cart. It's every single time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would not want these motherfuckers touching me if every single time one of their surgeries goes wrong. Yeah. They're like, we're the best neurosurgeon in the country. And 13 of his patients die in a row. You're like, okay. Are you though? Are you? 
Yeah, maybe you should spend less time being an actor and you should <laughs> more time learning. Spend more time in medical the school. The problem with Grey's Anatomy is that all of the medical stuff is real and they're actors. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they keep coding because <laughs> they're just like, yeah, we're doing our best, but we don't know any yeah. of this stuff. Oh, man. I was trying to think if there was like a, if there was like a, um, yeah, he's got a wheel inside of him, but uh, we hope we can turn things around. <laughs> um, yeah. The helium thing is- For the Grey's Anatomy people out there, George O'Malley would make that joke. We'll turn things around. And then Izzy would go, George, and slap him on the shoulder. Okay. I need someone out there to message Shahira not- necessarily via email but on twitter and say i want to talk to you about gray's anatomy because i can't do this instagram dm me that would be better um oh yeah that's true you're not on twitter right yeah perfect instagram dm sarah and say i want to talk about gray's anatomy and then Um, we can start an instagram video chat right then and there perfect you know like ease into it if if someone can do that for me so i don't have to hear about gray's anatomy that'd be great because I can't hold that information in my head. I actually work for the company that printed Grey's Anatomy, like the actual textbook, and I also can't care about that either. So <laughs> it's just that combination of sounds. Um, did we get the punchline to the helium thing? No. Okay. Um, I feel like there's good stuff there. Like, atoms make up everything. Like, atoms mm-hmm. make up everything, and atoms make up because it's helium um why'd he quit why'd he quit because he because he refused to be spoken to in that tone tone. okay because everybody's high on the helium yeah 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 they've got the very squeaky voice maybe we should do that for a bonus episode absolutely not so i'm thinking about like like I'm thinking, I'm thinking about being on helium and doing like, yeah. So I like went to the store and I like bought broccoli and someone's like, why are you talking like that? I was like, well, I'm in helium. Up talk. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we got there, folks, in the end. Is that the end? Is that the last joke? It can be. No, let's do one more. Why did the drummer keep banging your head against the drums? Is this to do with headbanging? No. Man. This is tough. I don't know. Because if you bang your head, metal health will drive you mad. I do know that to be true. Maybe it's because she was involved with poison. Uh, Maybe she saw a rat running round and round. Can I get a hint? It's something that you do sometimes with your guitar. Is it to tune it? Mm -hmm. Is it like... Something I do with my guitar that you would also get from hitting your head against something. Yeah. Okay. Play, strum, keep time, rhythm. Play. Play, 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 play by ear. Play by ear? Yeah, she was playing by ear. Banging your head. Banging your head. head. Okay. She was playing by ear. Just say side of your head. Like, if, if that joke is she hit her the side of her head, that's fine. I guess it's fine either way. 
But like, I feel like when you say you're hitting your, like, cause if you're trying to hit your head, if you're sitting at a drum kit and you're hitting your head, it would like be difficult to use the side of your head to do that. So like. No, I don't think so. You use the front of your head for the the front one and then your right side for the ones on the right of you and your left side for the ones on the left of you. You just have a designated side of your head. I guess maybe if you're Neil Pert and your drums are like all around you and at different heights, Mm -hmm. I can get it. See, that's like, that's fine, but it just sort of feels like there's a better instrument for it. Maybe there's not. You know what? Here's a better version of that joke, in my opinion. Slightly better because I think it's maybe more, a tiny bit more grounded in reality, right? Why did the drummer swap out her drumsticks for corn? Playing by ear. Play by ear. Yeah. Yeah. You could do, and honestly, you could use a like, corn cob as like a guitar slide and that maybe that's a stronger joke i don't know if that would sound good no i think it would sound bad uh i'm playing this song in the key of e lote i think that's the end of the podcast probably yeah yeah why not well, I hope this wasn't anybody's first episode. Um, if you want to send an email, it's edjdpodcast at gmail.com, patreon.com slash joke doctor if you want to support us. I, I try to get around to editing bonus episodes, but like if you've noticed, the last few episodes have been uploaded on like Thursday, and partially it's because sick and partially because I just forgot to do it. A lot of the times if Sarah doesn't tell me to do something, I do forget to do it which is uh, sometimes I don't want to be overbearing yeah and the and the podcast is late yeah which doesn't matter if you want to find me on twitter it's evan out of 10 and the 10 is e nope it's t-e-n uh if you want to find sarah on twitter don't find her on instagram instead it's sarah a b-t-w and it's sarah with an h you can also find me on twitter but it may be years before you're back Probably not years. Decades. Maybe like once a week on my computer, so. Perhaps it'll be the end of time as we all slip away into the slow embrace of universal entropy. You will log back into Twitter one final time and say. I'll log back into Twitter when it's my space. Well, everything's about to be your space because we will become a singularity once more. Um, I thought you were going to say what your last tweet would be as we hurdle towards entropy. Just finished Grey's Anatomy season no. 25. <laughs> who up, who up being hurdled right now? <laughs> <laughs> who up experiencing the heat death? Yeah. Um, no, I, th- I thought of a tweet the other day. It was shot Zoloft chaser at LaCroix, which is just what I did that day. <laughs> yeah. I thought of yeah, not not like a joke, but you're right, just a tweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Nope. All right. If it ain't joke. Don't fix it. Toodles. Ah. Push the button. Push what button? That was the big one. The big one? The on the, no, the no, keypad? No, that's the long big one. Oh, the touchpad. No, pad. no, no, that's not a button. It that's is. A touch I can screen. touch it. Yeah. That's it's not a buttons. button. So I can adjust the. No, the other one. Which one? The the one that doesn't have anything on it, the naked button. Oh, I don't see it. That's it's rectangular the, and long. They're all rectangles. Some of them are squares. Oh, is it this one? Yeah. Push it. The space button. 
You want me to hit?